Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. I'm Logan Clements, and in this episode, Mary and I are gonna share our favorite and most helpful tools that we use as business owners for our day-to-day operations. We talk about what our favorite ones are, some of the ones we can't live without, and the first tool that each of us purchased as business owners. We also talk a little bit about our tech stack for events as well, but hopefully you'll find a new favorite tool that can help you save time, be more productive, or just be a better event pro and or business owner. And as always, I do want to remind you, if you are liking what you're hearing, please don't forget to leave us a review or share with a friend as we continue to grow our Better Events community. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. All right, welcome everyone back to the Better Events Podcast for this week. We are excited about our content and our episode today, but of course, we have to start with a question like we always do. So hello, Logan. I'm joined by Logan Clements, um, my co-host, and I guess I should say this is Mary Davidson. Hi, everybody. (laughs) I didn't introduce myself, Um, but if you've been around here, you know who we are. So thanks again for tuning in. So Logan, how are you going to make your last 90 days of this year? like the first 90 days of a year. So what I mean by that, forward thinking, we have 90 days left in the year. And when we start a new year, you know, we have those wonderful goals in January. So let's focus in on the last 90 days of the year, like we do the first 90 days of a year. And tell me what what's your goals? How are you going to focus in and go out strong this year? This question makes me smile, purely because I think it is a great way to think about the back half or the back third, nine, final 90 days of the year. I know there's some folks that view the school year like September as a second January 1st, a second opportunity to kind of restart or refocus goal setting. So how am I going to make the last 90 like the first 90? I'm, I think I'm actually going to be different though. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be intentional like I was at the beginning of the year, but I think being on the back 90 days of 2021, I'm going to be more intentional with balancing work and resting and recharging time. And I say that knowing that I've already booked a vacation for like the first week and a half (laughs) of December, uh, which I'm very, very excited about. And I've purposely not done any events that are during that time because I'm going to be offline and truly on a vacation. And so making sure having that to look forward to, I have a couple other little things that are happening with the holidays between now and then. And just making sure that when I'm working, I'm really focused on doing that so that I can free up that time to just be present when I'm not working. How about you, Mary? Mm, yeah, I love that, by the way. But I I would say there are some things that I have been kind of working on and really trying to do for my business. One of them, for example, is to start implementing a CRM. And I've like kind of started doing it. But my goal for the last 90 days, there I have a handful of things like that that I just need to do and just take the time to do them. And so if I accomplish them in the next 90 days before the end of the year, I'm going to feel really good about myself. And so I'm going to really focus in on some of those tasks like that, because then I think it will help set up the beginning of next year where then I can start implementing even newer goals because I've completed these ones that will help set that up, if that makes sense. So that's what I'm going to try to do. It does. I think we should challenge our listeners to answer this question for themselves of how are they going to make, 
How are you listeners going to make your last 90 days of the year like or dislike the first 90 days of the year? Because I think it's a great opportunity. I'm a big fan. Mary and I both have spoken it into being here. You guys are going to hold us accountable. I'm a big fan of accountability partners. So if you're inwardly inwardly accountable, you can write it down. If you need to verbalize it and tell somebody, you can tell a friend. You can send us a message on Instagram or an email or you can comment on it. But this is a great question because I think there's no reason to push off goals that you have for the new year. You can actually start to chip it away at them now or like Mary, clear some things off your plate so you're entering 2022 stronger than ever. I still can't believe we're already at the end of September, to be honest. I I feel like it went by. (laughs) But I think this leads us into your goal, Mary, with CRM systems is really topical for today because we're actually going to dive into some of our favorite and most helpful tools that we've used, um, both as business owners, for anything from our daily operations that I think if you're a listener who's not an event planner, you could still learn and take away from this. If you are someone in the event industry, we will put an event industry flair, but everything we're talking about are things that we've either used to be more productive, save time, automate some things, just make us look fancier, (laughs) any and all of the above. So I'm really excited to dive into this. And I think we're going to kick off with some rapid fire, right, Mary? Yes, definitely. And um, I'm going to put this clarification out there too, because it helps my brain. So maybe it'll help your brain. When we talk about this, we're talking, we are talking tools, which is kind of like technology, but not hardware. We've talked about that in other episodes. We're talking tools today. So you'll see what we mean by that, by these rapid fire questions. So you ready for this, Logan? I am going to ask you a bunch of questions. (laughs) All right. So here we go. What is your favorite project management tool? I said I was born ready, and then I feel like I flounder. Uh, Google Drive. So Google Sheets, Google Docs. Okay, okay. A piece of tech that you couldn't run your business without. And by tech, I mean, you know, tool tech. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to uh, reiterate again, Google Drive. Shared documents when you're planning events is like, it's my godsend. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to Google Drive. Um, next question. The first tool you had when you started your business? Google used, Drive. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I mean, that was really from the beginning, but I used um, I used QuickBooks very quickly to track my finances. Mm, nice. Okay. The most recent tool slash tech you purchased? It's a platform called 17 Hats. It is a CRM project management. It's uh, I got sold on it because it's meant for businesses that are five people and under. And so they believe that you wear 17 hats as a business owner. So I'm just trying to improve my onboarding systems is really what I want um, and having like client portals and that kind of stuff. Nice. Okay. Your favorite free tool? Toggle. T-O-G-G-L. It is my time tracking tool. It's how I track my time both personally for my own work stuff and for clients. Tool you think every business owner needs? a scheduling tool. And I use Calendly. (laughs) All these people could be sponsors. We're just shouting out all these, all these tools, but it is um, a way that you can sync your calendar with it. And so you can send a link to clients or, you know, potential clients and they can immediately book time with you based on your availability. So it cuts down on all those back and forth of, Oh, when are you available then? No, I'm available this time. I love the Calendly. Nice. Okay. Tool you probably don't need, but you love. This is a really hard one. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that I, I don't really need. 
I use availability calendar, which is a tool that shows when I am available, like I'm already booked and I link it on my website. I don't think a lot of clients actually before they book me, look at it, but I like it because it gives me a nice little visual for what the upcoming months look like and like red for booked, green for open. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I learned a lot and a lot of my answers might be similar. We'll find out. Stay tuned. No, we're going to, we'll, we'll jump in. <laughs> Mary gets to be in the hot seat now. All right. So Mary, we'll, we'll start from the top. What is your favorite project management tool? It is click up. However, I recently started using monday.com and I might like that a little better, dare I say. So one of those. Nice. What's a piece of, to of tech you can't run your business without? I would say that one of those um, project management. Yeah. And so side note, when I get brought on with a client, a lot of times they have their own project management tool. And so for that reason, I've used a lot of them, like a lot of them, and which has actually been great to be able to test them out in that way. Um, so I would say for a variety of circumstances, I can't live without a project management tool. And the first tool you had when you started your business? I mean, Google is Google Drive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was important. Um, yeah, I think that's what I would say because I, I really housed a lot of stuff on the drive for future growth. And so I'm going to say Google Drive. And what's the most recent tool that you've purchased? I just purchased Calendly. I gave in. So that was like last week. Yep. I want to just caveat, they do have a free version, but it is worth paying for it if you want to have more than one calendar option. Yeah, I needed a so link now, up to six because I got yeah. all, the, all the emails going on. So yep. Love it. And what's your favorite free tool? Um, I feel like I'm answering the same thing for like multiple questions, but ClickUp, the project management software that I enjoy, I use the free version of it. And for my circumstance right now, it is very much what I need. So I would say that. Tool you think that every business owner needs? I would say some type of drive system because it's crazy how often it comes up where you need to share large files with people, whether it's, um, you know, Drive or Dropbox or I, like WeTransfer, just something like that where you can store large files, I would say is going to come around sooner than you think. So that's important. And tool that you probably don't need, but you love. I would say Calendly. Like part of me, my ego is like, seriously, can't you just schedule yourself? <laughs> but but it really helps streamline the process for everybody. Um, so I'm kind of conflicted with that one, but obviously I recently gave in because I decided it was worth it, but. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's unpack this a little bit more just because <laughs> I think this is on my list of like the number one things that I think <laughs> business owners need. So I love that this is in your, your category that you love, but don't think you need. Uh, let me make my my case for why I think it's, it's needed. Um, it, the amount of time I think I've saved on those back and forth scheduling emails in my mind, I think when I first started, I used the free version. And if you're a business owner listening now, you just started, maybe you boot both Mary and I like bootstrapped our businesses. So we didn't come in with investors. And so utilizing the free version of a lot of these tools is a great way just to test the waters to see if it's right for you. And again, all these companies that we're naming are not necessarily the best fit for everyone, but just tools that Mary and I both have found super useful. But with Calendly, that was one that I not only does it save me time with the back and forth of, are you free? Oh, I'm free. Are you free? And so I started paying for the same version, Mary, because I used it for new leads. 
And then I also now have created like an internal link that I can send to people who just want to have time to chat and that I've just found it still saves time and no one's offended. I always word it as, you know, you're uh, pick a time that works best for your schedule, the person who I'm sending it to, and then they can click that link. Um, and so that's really helpful. But the other thing I've seen that's really interesting is from like a business development standpoint on my website since day one, five years ago, I've always had a contact me form or let's talk and here, put your name, your email address, write me a message. And it would send me what you filled out on my little contact sheet on my website. And I have had very few people come through that, like on one hand could probably count the number of people who actually filled out that form. I instituted putting that Calendly link for the 20 minute free consultation on my website. And I've had not only my leads go up by a lot, but my actual like closing rate or how many people actually then book with me has like exponentially improved, which I just think is really interesting because sometimes we think we know our clients and our audience. But to me, I would think filling out a form would feel less intimidating. But for some reason, I've had a lot of people who are immediately wanting to book that time, that FaceTime with me for 20 minutes. And then if they've booked that, there's also then a high chance that they're actually going to book me. So it's just something that I never thought I only know from now experience. I didn't strategically do it for that reason, but I have, that's just kind of what I've experienced from a lead generation standpoint. Okay. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> no, really I do. I, I mean that, that, those are my goals also when using it. Cause I've heard about how you have that on your website and I think it's awesome. So definitely something I want to implement. I think I waited so long to kind of get the, the tool uh, is because well, if we're just going to like backtrack for a second, I actually think I handle tools a little bit different than Logan does. I hold out as long as possible because I'm super cheap. And so I don't have very many tools. And if I do, it's because I've thought about it way too much. And then I'm like, okay, I'm finally going to do this. And so um, that being said, with Calendly, my experience sometimes, okay, this is rare, but sometimes when I book through other people's Calendly, the way they tell me to do it isn't like it's maybe I'm too easily offended, but I'm just feel like it's not personable at all. And so I'll email them and I want to schedule something and they're like, here's my link. I'm like, and it makes me feel like, oh, if I'm lucky enough to get time on their calendar, I can talk to them. Like I want some more like customer service, like the back and forth that does happen when you're trying to schedule. So I had to get over, get off my high horse with that one and just say, it's about streamlining the process. People understand and so when you send it to people, just like word it well, it's really as simple as that. And so that's what I've been trying to do. Um, so I think that's partly why I was like, do I need it? Because I can kind of build out, uh, I guess, processes or customer service experiences differently. But um, but you're right. It has really streamlined everything. And then from the event standpoint, I'm actually using it for an event right now to help schedule tech checks. And so using it in that sense actually has been awesome. So I'm like, wow, why haven't I been doing this before? That is really helping me. Um, so I could see the use for events as well. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just still learning. I Hey, I think countering opinions is great. I, I agree with you. I think at times it can feel impersonal and it's I don't use that link with everyone. But there is a little bit of that that you have to be comfortable with. You know, there might be a, a percentage of people who are offended if you send them a link. But I do think the way you word it, I also like to call out if I'm like in a super busy time and the link I'm about to send them has one day of availability. <laughs> I usually call that out. Or if it seems to be like, again, I, I try to feel it out based on the 
if, if it's someone I've met before, I'll feel it out if I should send them the link or if there's someone who needs me to work around them. Because Mary, we know with working with speakers, I mean, with tech checks, it's a time-saving tool. But sometimes if we're working with executives, they want, you know, we're working on their time. And so you just have to spend the time doing that back and forth. Um, but I just, I think it's been something that has changed the way I'm scheduling. And the fact that also when people book, it like auto-creates a Zoom link, sends it to them and to me and puts it on our calendars. Like it just, the magic of automation, I'm, it's hard for me to institute new systems. And, but this is one that was not too hard to set up. And I will just say has saved me so much time because I know it auto does all of that. Totally. And we're in such a cool world of, of tech because things keep being developed. And I saw it recently. Um, one of our friends, Logan, shout out to Kevin. Kevin, do you listen to our podcast? <laughs> um, but he, I know that he uses a, um, uh, or at least he did use, I don't know if he still does, a AI scheduler. And I, that's even more advanced than Calendly. Like talk about automation. It's like full on AI and it's super cool. I did look into it and I did it Calendly was going to work better for my needs. But I, my point is like, it, it, there's just so many tools out there and it's such a cool time to be able to take advantage of them. But I, at the other side of that, how do you decide which ones to use? Because we're kind of inundated with ideas and things like that. So Logan, how would you say you decide to actually move forward and pick a tool? Yeah, I think I just like virtual events, I mean, there's countless platforms out there. So I mean, even just from a project management standpoint, there are countless solutions for you. And I'm like you, Mary, that I've worked on projects for clients where like I need to use their system and I'm happy to do it. I think for me, that helps me decide what tool to use is doing the free version. If there's a free version available and actually trying to implement it, I'm with you that I'll usually need to hear about it from a couple different people before I'll even get to that stage. And then I'll use it. And if I find I'm really using it a lot and I'm constantly coming up against that, like, this is a premium feature, you need to upgrade that, then I will maybe be motivated to be like, maybe I should start thinking about this cost. Um, and that'll kind of be the motivation. But for me, it's so hard because I've heard rave reviews about things that work for other people. And again, I just, I don't think it's a one-stop, you know, one size fits on a lot of the marketing they use in these, you know, project management, different time tracking, anything it says it's one size fits all. But for me, the big emphasis of why I do it is either I think it's going to save me time, it's going to up my professional game in some way, or it's filling a need of something I don't like to do or can't do. So like QuickBooks, I said, was one of my first tools I used when I started my business because I had a lot of business owners that I friends who'd started companies who were like, your finances, like don't let them get ahead of you. Even when you're starting really small and you have like one client and a handful of expenses, start tracking it. And I met a lot of entrepreneurs who did it in a spreadsheet which you can totally do just a regular Excel sheet, but it's really hard to like ramp up and often you're not going to institute the new system before you needed it. So you'll be behind already. So that was something that I know from the get go, I was like, I need to start paying. I think their base level was like $20 a month. That was like my first business expense was going to be like, I'm going to pay for this. So it's tracking all of my finances because that's something I don't enjoy doing, nor feel like I like had the skill set or the time to actually sit there and do that. Yeah. I am the same with you. If I'm going to use something or like if I'm going to pay for something when it comes to tools and tech, then I want to be able to try it out first for sure. So whether it is because I've heard of it from someone, actually, it usually is because I've heard, I've heard of it from someone, but then I also want to have a trial myself. So I really love those trials that they offer. Um, and I definitely take advantage of those to see. And then I just, you know, think about it way too much, like I said. <laughs> and then eventually I'll be like, okay, I really actually need this now. And then that's when I break and do it. Um, 
so yeah i would just say taking the time to do some of those uh demos or free trials and see if it makes sense for you definitely um or yeah. just do it quicker if that's how you roll but well, that's and that's one of those things like I've always played with a project management, you know, there's like Asana, there's ClickUp, there's Monday, there's all these project management tools that I've always thought are great. And I love in theory, but because I've done them for some clients, I feel like I've had to learn a lot to get it up and going. And then the system's only as good as the people running the system. So if you fall out of using it, it's then, you know, it's kind of pointless for you. But so just figuring out what works best for you. I know for like my project management, I love Google Drive. I have Google Sheets. I can duplicate them. I know what I need to edit when I do a new project. Like that's just how my brain works. Um, but I know of other people that have had a lot of that automation that those other tools provide them, you know, really pay off. So I think also just understanding how you work and being open and flexible to things changing. I think the key for any project management tool is having it be, you know, having collaboration on it. If you're someone who's going to rely on other people to help you execute your event, your role in the event, whatever it is, just making sure it's shareable. Like, and that's why again, Google Drive comes back because I can easily share it with Mary if you're working on with, with, with me for an event or other event professionals that I'm working with, or I can share it with the client. Um, and so that just makes it a really like universal Swiss army knife of a tool. So I think making sure you have one of those in your toolkit as a business owner, whatever industry that you're in, um, and making sure that you have something that's kind of your core, and then you can kind of start to decide what are your other missing pieces. So you don't need to go and buy all of these things all at once, just kind of slowly build it up. Yeah. And we wanted to also take a moment to kind of talk you all through our day-to-day -day and like how we use our tools and what we use our, what we use them for and things like that. And so, um, Logan, I've had some things pop up in my mind. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to go first. I'll talk everybody through um, a typical day, of course, it varies, but um, it depends what I'm working on. I will say almost daily, though, I will reflect back on my um, project management, click up and kind of see what I have coming up. The great thing with that is it also emails me like notifications, like something is due today or in like 48 hours or something like that. So I also get those emails, which which is nice. Um, and uh, by the way, Logan kind of already said this, but tools are only like as helpful as, as you make them, right? Because if you stay up on ClickUp and your due dates, then you actually just get like inundated with all these late things like, oh, this was due five days ago. <laughs> and so it actually can be really annoying. So if you're going to do it, do it. And then I think it'll help you a lot. But um, so, yes, yeah, so I use ClickUp throughout the day. Um, I have a folder for each client. And so that's kind of how I section out the tasks and the timelines and things that need to be done. Um, let's say I'm doing a marketing piece and I can't believe we haven't even talked about this today, but Canva, that is one that I have purchased <laughs> one of the few and, um, love, love, love Canva. I feel like if you're not a graphic designer and you don't want to pay for a graphic designer, this is probably your cheapest option. And if you like a little bit of creativity, like for me, I like making graphics in Canva. I think it's fun. Um, but when you pay for it, there's a free version. When you pay for it though, you can insert your branding and it just saves you some time, um, as well as other templates. Yeah. And it's great. I will say the paid version of Canva because you get access to all the stock images and things. And so I know, you know, Creative Commons and some just, you know, if you're ever concerned about copyright, by paying for Canva, you do get access to a lot of their stock images. Though I will say they look a little stock, but not as classic stock as things you're going to find on the internet. So that's like another time-saving tool if you're someone who's creating graphics for yourself or for your client that because you're paying for Canva, it definitely includes. And I know that was probably my big bump of why I started paying for it. Yeah, totally. It's definitely saved my bum a few times for events too. Like I realized we need a graphic that wasn't created by whoever was in charge of graphics. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to whip one up real quick because I know your colors. And so we're just going to do this. <laughs> and it has really helped. So yeah, occasional use of Canva. I also want to spend a moment talking about Google like Logan has. Now I know a lot of people use 
um, Microsoft or SharePoint or Teams. Um, we video conference all the time nowadays, right? So I do use Zoom sometimes. I actually don't pay for Zoom. That's not a tool I pay for because I use Google Meet. And it usually throws people off, I'll be honest, when I'm meeting with them. But I'm like, I'm sticking through this. We're using Google Meet. And um, it's because that's where my um, my calendar already goes through. And so it is simpler for me uh, to use Google Meet. And so that's what I do. But I also just recently started using, um, which costs a little bit more, Google Wor Workplace, Workspace, one of those. And so that enables me to be able to add a team member. And so something that we're going to talk about a little bit later, I think, is um, how you decide to expand. And for me, all these things I've talked about are because I'm trying to streamline my processes so that I can um, scale my business. And so that's one of the reasons I use Google Workspace. So that's helped me a lot recently as well. Um, and I'm trying to think, what else do I use in a typical day? Um, Besides Calendly, you know, like doing an occasional scheduling or something like that. I think that's the bulk of how, how I conduct everything. But like I said, my goal is just to streamline the process. So anything that I can utilize um, and that falls within my budget is something that I want to consider. So what about you, Logan? Yeah, I think of similar alignment. I, I use Toggle, T-O-G-G-L, um, for tracking my time. And so that's something I usually open up every morning. I sometimes get super granular and it's almost by the minute because they have a timer function so you can hit play and start doing a task and then go back and hit stop. Or it's retroactive where you can say, hey, I did this from 11 to 12 or 11.15 to 12, 11.45. I have love tracking my time. I think it's a nerdy thing that I enjoy doing. Um, sometimes I have clients who want me to track. I used to do a lot of hourly work and so it would be client facing, um, but it is a practice that I do also for my own business. So I track how much time I spend on marketing, on business development, on some admin work because I'm trying to do to keep track of those things so that I know if I need to scale, if I'm spending too much time on certain things. And Toggle automatically creates reports. And so that was a big move for me. I guess that's a good example of why I moved from a different tool. I was doing it all in Google Sheets with like formulas that would auto-calculate things for me of all my hours each week. And then I had a client who had me use Toggle and I was like, oh my gosh, the click of a button does what all these different formulas that I used to have to have in Google Drive and try to audit like check would instantly do it would instantly show me a snapshot of what did my hours look like for this week or what did it look like for the last month or what did it look like for that last month on that specific client on that specific project so that's tracking my time and then google drive is where i manage a lot of my projects i have my run of shows all my event stuff lives in google drive because like mary mentioned having stuff that's shareable i think again if you're a business owner you want to have some things that are stored in a secure cloud account of some form so that you have access to it. If you have any colleagues or any employees, they can have access to it. Or if you're looking to expand and work with contractors, like the more shared options you have. Uh, Google Drive has saved so much time of me having to go back and forth with Excel documents or Word documents and making sure you have the most updated version. Um, it all is streamlined through there. And then if it's a finance day, I will say I check in on my QuickBooks. I have all my like bank accounts and credit cards and things linked up to it for my business. And so it's an easy way to go in and categorize and improve, and a, not approve, but categorize all my different um, expenses as well as revenue sources. And that's also where I'll send invoices to clients. So, but my, I guess we can transition to kind of our last question about this was Mary was talking about what tools you want to start using in the future. And for me, it's really that 17 hats. It is a project management tool, I guess, that I finally invested in. Um, that will help me automate some of that. And so a lot of these processes of how I onboard a client, how I invoice them, timelines, that kind of thing, more from an admin as a business owner, and then I can get more granular with each event actual timeline, um, I can start building into that system so that my clients, it'll just kind of help me copy a project, 
or start a new project for a new client and it will auto auto have all the, like the to do's and things that I need to do from my end, just because that's something I know I'm always trying to get better at because currently that process lives in my head, <laughs> but I think it needs to get down on paper, both for scaling and just to help me figure out where I could use help or where I could save more time. Nice. Yeah. I, um, I think that in the future, something that I want to start using is what I hinted to earlier. And that is just using, I'm trying to use ClickUp, my project management software for CRM. And to do that, I have to like custom create slash they have templates for CRMs. And so just really implementing that further. Um, I'm a big proponent of there's like all these tools out there. And for me, it really makes sense to pick ones where I can combine services that I need. Like I really don't want all these different ones. I want one that can do everything for me. So like if I really wanted to be on top of it, I should track my time in ClickUp <laughs> and that would also be there. Things like that. Um, so that's something that I shoot for when looking for tools. By the way, really quick, I'm over here racking my brain. What tools do I use? And uh, silly me, I'm on my computer right now. I pin all my favorite things to like my bottom bar on my computer. So now I'm over here like, oh, I didn't talk about like four other ones that I use all the time. So I'm going to rapid fire real quick. OneNote, I use OneNote for all my client stuff. I should probably put that in ClickUp. But um, I love using this for networking meetings. It's just everywhere I can blot notes down. And I really like OneNote. Um, also Slack. Ugh, I don't know why we didn't talk about this. Slack. I, I'm a big Slack person because I don't like getting inundated with emails. So Slack is nice. But it's more like stuff I use with other clients. Like it's their Slack and I'm a member of it. And that helps. Um, and then last thing I want to shout out is Spotify. Because I like listening to music throughout my day. So anything else you want to add, Logan? I think we ran through a bunch of them. I mean, I would count Zoom in my tools that I use. I pay for the pro version because I work on it a lot for events. Um, and that was just the video conferencing tool that I've kind of gone in on. Um, so here's an example. Mary and I, we don't use the same video conferencing tool. So again, just caveating all these tools we mentioned, we'll link to in the show notes, but as many of them as we can. Um, but remember that you're the only one who can really know what's good for you. But hopefully these are some good leads on different tools that you can utilize in your business, whether you're in the event industry, you're an event host, an organizer, or in something completely unrelated. Um, but these are all things that I know we both both love and enjoy. And that being said, I think, Mary, it's time for our bonus tip. Yes, bonus tip time. All right. So for today's bonus tip, this is more of a suggestion slash maybe if you need this extra little oomph, here it is. So if you are a solo event professional, then it might be nice to have day of support sometimes. And this is something that I'm learning as business continues. And it's not necessarily because I need it. I can do it by myself in certain circumstances, but it's really nice to have somebody else there to kind of help share the load. You're still the one who's leading it, managing it. So you're the one who's responsible, but to be able to kind of have somebody else there, you can talk to throughout the day, talk through maybe problems that you're having, but just have the extra person who you know you could rely on if needed and they are support. And obviously they're they're doing something. They have a role, obviously, to help with as well. Um, but that's something that I've started to value more as time has gone up, go, gone on. And so if that is something you needed to hear, then that is the bonus tip for today. Right in line with our community over competition kind of mindset. It only helps. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. You can follow us on Instagram at Better Events Pod. You can send us an email at bettereventspod at gmail.com. And as always, we appreciate you listening. If you want to leave us a review or send us an email and let us know what episodes you'd like to hear in the future, we always love to hear from you. So we're excited. We'll be back in your feed again next Wednesday. Bye, folks. Bye.